Have you ever sat down and interviewed someone really close to you? Maybe it was just a cup of coffee, nothing formal like a podcast, but someone who you think you know through and through. And when you do, you are actually incredibly surprised by their responses and their feedback. Maybe even shocked. Well, I got the chance to do this with someone who was actually on the receiving end, a nervous wreck. She showed up and she showed out, even against her own comfortability, to change lives, to open eyes and hearts because she has gone through such a transformational time and is still going through it. And she's seeing how powerful vulnerability is at the end of the day. And I just want to applaud her. And I did get to embrace her and I get to very often because this special person, this person who I thought I knew, but she has already taught me even more um, in the course of the last few months is my sweetheart mama. And so with her testimony in this podcast, you get to hear just even just tipping the iceberg of what it is that she has walked out in her life and what she's doing in her life right now. Um, the pieces of who she is and why she is and where she comes from are all listed and in, in dived into. But like I said, it's there's so much more and there always is. I cannot get everybody's um, all on the table in one hour. But I just want you to know that you will be 1000% blessed and challenged and um, given some insight into some things that maybe you're, you yourself are walking through. Um, so I hope that you have the opportunity to listen. Uh, it is a little bit echoey, so bear with me because we're in a hotel lobby at one of the largest business conferences um, in the nation by our girl, Rachel Hollis. So I couldn't lose the opportunity to sit down with her, even though we were in a place that probably wasn't ideal, not our podcast studio. So please bear with us. Please listen. It's so good. She's awesome. Give it up for my mama, Brenda. We are all in pursuit of something more, wherever, whatever, or whoever your more is. I want to help you get there wholly, fully, authentically, and truly fit. The Fit and Faith movement was birthed through my own trial and error discovery of mind, body, and soul alignment. I learned firsthand that being fit isn't about our physique at all. It's about the wholeness of our heart and the root of our joy. This isn't a fitness podcast. This isn't a quick fix health detox ploy. This isn't confusing religious banter. This is a whole body health checkup focusing on the heart. This is an opportunity to join me alongside other big dreamers, innovative movers, and lifestyle shapers as we explore and share our messy comeback stories to wholeness. If you're one step away from achieving your idea of something more, tune in for practical, fun, and healthy ways to ignite yourself into even more. Welcome to the Fit and Faith Podcast with me, Tamerlene Andress. There is no better time than now get fit. Hey guys, we are so glad to be live and I'm hoping that the internet connection is good enough here for you guys to actually hear us. Um, but we are, hey Kim, can you shout out and let me know if you can hear us okay? We're doing this in the hotel lobby because our room wasn't conducive. So we'll check in and see if people can hear us okay first. Before we get too far in and you miss all the goods. Kimberly, can you let me know if we're sound okay? All right, I think we're just gonna have to go with it. Excited to be here with you guys today. We are in Charleston, South Carolina. 
we had to travel all the way here just for us to spend time together. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but it's been so good. Yeah, Y'all, so get in the car eight hours with your mom. When you have babies and life is bananas and you don't have that undivided time and attention, it is so special. And I'm so grateful for this time together because it wasn't something I originally intended to happen. <laughs> so I'll go into that detail later. But she is such a special, special person in my life, obviously, my part of my creation. But way more deep than that, she's a motivator and an inspiration and so um, relevant that we are now at the Rise Business Conference um, together uh, with Rachel Hollis, Dave Hollis, Brenda Bouchard, uh, so many awesome people. Ed Milet, it's going to be amazing. Rachel Hollis is life. She's so good. Um, and it's been awesome to be with her in person. But I've really just enjoyed our time together. And to see where we're going to be going from here in this next season of our life, it is only fitting that this episode is episode 30 because my 30s have been just such a gift from God. And um, I feel like that was a part of your life's journey as well, mm -hmm. the variation 30s. from your 20s to your 30s. So welcome. I'm going to call her mom, but she is her own person. She is Brenda Cornwell, super special. And if you know her locally, you know she is a force to be reckoned with. So, Mom, yes. thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. <laughs> she hates stuff like this, so it's so fun that I get to push her outside of her comfort zone. Um, but yeah, I'd like you to like, just take a second to introduce yourself. Um, you can talk about your family, you can talk about business, whatever it goes, we'll just see where the heart okay. leads. So, as you know, my name is Brenda Cornwell. Um, let's see, I am a mother of three. I have nine grandbabies. I've been married 34 years and um, own two businesses and one has um, been for about 34 years and it's been taking care of kids and preschool and I totally love that. I've had kids from from little to they grown up, went to college and they had kids and bring their kids back. So it's been a, a real circle of life. And then since then I had opened up a, a maternity shop. So, and I totally love that. We, Tamara and I opened that together and then she ventured off doing more bigger things than I could possibly even bigger, bigger, yeah, different. Well, different and bigger for me <laughs> than I can. Obviously, I'm not a speaker, so um, but she's you know blossomed and I'm very proud of that. And um, she left me in good hands, and I had to figure out a lot. So here I am at a business conference, and um, if you have not been to one of these, uh, I highly suggest it, as it has opened my eyes up to a lot of things to know that it's okay to step back and breathe for a moment and know that you're okay and just re just readjust your business and your life yeah that's good I think um, for me specifically because I move at a supersonic speed and I got that from you yeah <laughs> thank you and people are always like how do you do all of the things and I'm like you know I don't I just take it day by day and I just wake up and I know that I have something to do and it's different every day. Sometimes like my utter purpose is to be a good mom. And I know you wake up yeah. days and you're just like, okay, my kids get all of me today. Yeah. Or you're waking up and you're like, okay, this business needs priority or it needs nurturing or my husband needs a priority and attention right. and just a, a matter of where I put that energy. And so I create something, I think I've shared this with you before, like my MIT list. So it's my most important task list, yes. MIT. And it's three things. So I have to choose three things that day because of course our to-do lists are eternal. Of course we have a thousand things going on. Of course we have goals and dreams and what are you gonna do today that's gonna get you closer to what you imagine your best version of yourself is later? And if it's not in your business and your marriage is struggling, 
struggling or you're, it's in your business and your home life is great, then choose the priorities that make the most sense to the value of your joy. And I've seen you choose both, right? Mm -hmm. We've, I've done the same. Right. And so like share a little bit about like what that journey has been like for you in business and also prioritizing your personal life. So, you know, business itself can, can can engulf you and you don't know really what your life is doing because you're so involved in your business. It's true. And, um, and so sometimes you do put, um, if you are struggling through something in your life, that you will put something that's more positive first before yeah. you have to deal with the negative. That's good. And um, so I have done that. Yeah. And uh, I want to up to it. And so now... Being here and readjusting and taking that breath and thinking about I am first, yeah. and but my husband needs to come second. Yeah, and he has not been second for a long time. So yeah, so business has always been first. Yeah, sure. and you know God, you know yeah. you got to put him up there before all that, or yeah. none of this would even be here today. Absolutely. And you know, and I learned that this year myself, and um, so that's been very powerful for me because I did not. I came from a very background, religious background that yeah. was very hurtful. So it's taken me a while to open up my heart to know that he's always been there. Yeah. Even yeah. though I didn't think he was there, he was there. Yeah. And he so had hard. to take me through the hardness to get to the goodness. Yeah. And I had to open my eyes up on that. Yeah. So I think that's always a scary journey for so many people yeah. because you walk through life and you're like, where are you? Yeah. Like why yeah. me? Yeah. Why is this happening? Where's the good in yeah. this situation? And you know, people are dealing with so many horrendous things. I hear all the time, and it's heartbreaking. But like, from an outside perspective, and I just did this exercise with a girlfriend. Like, I feel like somebody looking into your life could count a thousand blessings. Oh, absolutely. No matter who you are, you could say, "Oh my gosh!" But you have this. But you have this. And of course, the only thing that you can dwell on in the midst of hurt and struggle is the hurt and struggle. Unless you're changing your perspective and you're saying, okay, I'm going to put the hurt and struggle over here and let it do its thing and let that tornado happen while I try and find seek positivity. And that is a good thing. There's a lot of amazing value. I've seen you do that your whole life. I mean, when dad was deployed and you were lonely, you were just like, okay, let's make this thrive. Or if, um, you know, he was in his retirement phase and you were like, okay, I'm going to be the breadwinner now. Yeah. Well, let me make this work. I feel like so much of your life has been like, let's make this happen because so much of your past was not given to you. Right. You went after everything that you oh, have. Yeah. So explain, explain that. So you, you talked about your faith in the religion piece mm -hmm. and how that affected you mm -hmm. for your whole life mm -hmm. to not be able to fully step into what I believe the experience of like knowing and loving Jesus is mm -hmm. and how like, even beyond God. Yeah. Like, like a little, just bits and pieces like, uh, of your childhood. With uh, childhood, like in religious way. Anything. Yeah. So everybody has different childhood experience. I mean, I'm, my mom is amazing right now, but you would have never known she was an amazing mom back then. And um, I'm very blessed that I have the opportunity to, to uh, fulfill some of those wounds that were deep for me. Yeah. And um, she is a great mom now. but. Back in the day, looking for Mother's Day card was very difficult because she wasn't the mom, you know, she wasn't there. And um, I came from a very um, broken family, I guess. You know, my mom and dad, my mom and many dads, um, you know, went through our trial period. So my brother, thank goodness for my brother and his wife that 
they were religious, um, stable, and but there was even he went through a lot of um, trial, and you know he dis he dissed his family and dissed me, and you know I needed him at the time, and even though they were there, they weren't there, yeah. and you know I was a young girl, so but I, I mean my parents put us on the school on the church bus and sent us off for today, and I was in Bible study and church yeah. groups and church camp, and I did all the right, I was doing all the right things. Trust yeah. me, I had. A lot of opportunity to do a lot of wrong things, sure. and sure. <laughs> because we were never guided, yes. we didn't have parents at home at night. Sure. You know, our parents ran a service station, so they were never home. Wow! And it was just me and my little sister at the time, because my older brother and sister had left home. Yeah. There was a um, probably like an eight-year distance in our relation, our ages. Gotcha. So it was just me and my little sister, which she's four years younger than I am. So I pretty much was her mom. Yeah. So yeah, it just kind of went from that, and yeah. then you know, through the years, I got married, left home early just yeah. to get out of there and then I met my wonderful husband and trying to make him that wonderful husband you know yeah that I always had married yeah and lost sight of yeah so. sure sure yeah. I always love your guys' love story yeah it's so it's so powerful and there's like so much again looking back on that you can see God playing oh. such a role right. just to be in the city you were in, in the situation you were in like mm-hmm. with the people you were with I mean every yeah. little piece and I always can so easily visualize it as like a chessboard like like he you went here so God said okay I'll go here or he was obviously always before you he knows the plan the master plan before it ever before you ever have to wave your white flag and say checkmate but I believe that like it's always takes hindsight 2020 and I have this huge desire in my heart for women and specifically but people as as a whole to for us to get ahead of that hindsight mm-hmm. for us to say, okay, I know God is good. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to step into that right now mm-hmm. versus having to be fearful, having to stand in the mess and being like, where are you being like, okay, I might not feel you. I might not see how in the hell you're showing up right now in this mm-hmm. situation, but I'm going to trust because you've always been there. Mm-hmm. You're here right now. Mm-hmm. And I know five years from now, ten years from now, God, let's pray just a couple months from now. (laughs) Or days. Days would be great, too. (laughs) That we see, like, the reveal of where he is or where he was in that situation. And so I'm grateful that, like, you allowed me to, like, spread my wings as I did, even in my faith, even when you weren't necessarily, like, you always believe in God. We said prayers every single night of our life. Um, You guys, you know, it just wasn't... Wasn't like, it wasn't like your no, religion, no. And, and I'm grateful that I didn't have that skewed perspective. I got to experience faith on my own terms, mm-hmm. and I think that that's a beautiful thing for people to do. Now I'm in a household where, of my own family, trying to cultivate, like, how do I give them freedom to own their faith by themselves? But I also want to steward that yeah. so well to guide them and be like, this is the only way yeah. that you can do this. Right. Holy. Right. Um, you have to let them learn to you fall. You do. And it's so hard. Just like the speaker yesterday, she said she was, a, or Rachel, she's yeah. a preacher's wife, and our oh. preacher daughter's. Yeah, preacher's daughter. Preacher's daughter. Yeah. And if you are a preacher's daughter, you know the, have to be a good girl. You have to do this and you have to do that. So, so you know, and she didn't probably get to spread her wings until right. she got older. So right. really figure out what, and I'm sure she's probably, readjusting her lifestyle with her children yeah you know, to totally. teach them I totally and we all do right yeah. and I think sometimes people feel shame and I think that I did for a while when I first was walking into my faith and like 
adjusting all these mm-hmm. things that I felt like it was uh, negative towards you or like um, mm-hmm. different because it was different, not mm-hmm. because it was wrong mm-hmm. or not because it was negative or mean or mm-hmm. any of those things, but it was just different. And so I always kind of carried around this little bit of shame of like, oh, what is she thinking of, of me doing this? Mm-hmm. Because it wasn't how you did it. I never wanted you to think that I was trying to negate what you, how you raised right. us because my belief, and I've seen this time after time after time, is that as a mom specifically, I can't speak to dad because I'm not a dad, we want the absolute best oh, for our children. Absolutely. And we give the absolute best. We give to them before we give to ourselves, mm-hmm. hands down all the time. But it is... Um, it's the best we currently know. Right. And so just as you're walking into this new season of so many good things, mm-hmm. just as I am as well, you know more now. Mm-hmm. And so now we have a new guiding light. Mm-hmm. You have a new guiding light as a mother to say, you know what? And I do this all the time. Dude, I got that wrong. Yeah. And I'm sorry. Yeah. Let's go this way. Yeah. This way is a better option. Right. Let's heal this right. way together. I apologize. Right. So. And I just love that you have always stood in your humility with each growing season of your life. I don't feel like you've ever deflected, like, I got that wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're just an optimist, too. Mm-hmm. So you're mm-hmm. used to, you know, just going, okay, I got, and let's change it. Yeah. <laughs> let's okay, delete. It. delete. Okay, let's go. <laughs> Move to the next. It's so good. So I wanted to share, you have so much goodness about um, your history, but... We just did that yesterday. Yesterday at Rise Conference was all about our past. And they did a really amazing exercise, which they do at all of their conferences, called Stand Up For Your Sister. But yesterday they allowed us to stand up for ourselves. And specifically in business, we had to like go down a rap sheet of things that we've done wrong, um, that we needed to fess up to and own for ourselves so that we didn't have to stand in the shame of what we felt like we have been standing in. Maybe we wanted to be further along in our businesses than we are now. Maybe we messed up financially. I'll raise my hand right there. Um, <laughs> you know, maybe um, maybe you put your business before your spouse. Mm-hmm. I did that too. Yeah. Maybe um, you know there were so many things that you just carry as an entrepreneur, especially a creative dreamer who's constantly living out in front of even your own feet. And we do that all the time. We're like, let's go dream. And, you know, if you guys know my best friend, Morgan, she talks about helicopter living. And she is always, like, ready to jump out of the helicopter. And I'm like, wait, wait, we haven't even planned. There's no safe space. You're over the ocean right now. And so, like, it's such an amazing mind to have, but it can also really get you in trouble. So yesterday we had that opportunity, and we're ready to move forward. Yeah. <laughs> Today's all about present. Tomorrow's all about future. Um, and so today, knowing all the things that you know now yeah. versus what you knew then, uh-huh. how are you going to How are you gonna move forward in any part? I'm not even going to say anything else. Uh, any part. Well, you know, of course, um, my business, um, the mom and me, the daycare, you know, I'm pretty much old and greased that pretty yes. well. So I love my kids and I love my job. I love both my jobs, which is huge. I mean, I don't go to work hating to get dressed to go to work. But um, I do love the mom and me store and I love helping moms and I love helping grams that become new grandmas because it's so exciting and you get to return them. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to raise them. <laughs> you don't have to worry about what a, what us and all that stuff. You do worry about what us. In a different way. You're going to give them a lot more protection, you know, than probably the parents out of that time. Totally, totally. But, um, so, yeah, the, movie, the business is... Um, 
is you know going to move forward and new exciting things I have planned yes. and I can't wait for 2020 um, but most importantly I think for me is um, the faith has been huge for me this year well not even this year last what two months yeah two months three months yeah. And well, May was well, May yeah. with my brother, yeah. which was awesome. I can't even describe that. Um, and then since then, you know, just dabbling into it a little bit at a time because it is overwhelming. Sure. I, I told you I was overwhelmed. Yeah. Like, what do I do with the Bible now? Right. <laughs> well, know? I think that's a big testament too to how faith was presented to you when you were little. Yeah. Because it was presented as religion. Yeah. And it was presented almost like a school, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. okay, yeah, you go right. to this Bible yeah. study, you go to this class, mm-hmm. you check off this box, mm-hmm. and you know, Catholicism has like the CCD class, um, oh, yeah, Judaism, totally you know, mm-hmm. has the um, bat mitzvah. You have to get to all the schools just to check that box, and then so often you see people get they check that box, and then they're like, "Peace, I'm out. Mm-hmm. I did what I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to take it on my own terms because it's so regimen." Mm-hmm. And faith is not supposed to be regimen. No. Like, we each get to craft our own experience of relationship, and it's not supposed to be overwhelming, maybe overwhelming in emotion, and I think that that is probably something you feel, too, which is amazing. Um, We're already emotional beings, but to add that on top of it, like, Mm -hmm. there's just joy tears, Mm -hmm. there's sad tears, Mm -hmm. there's what in the world tears, or I I know I, for a long time, had tears of, like... um, I can't believe I missed this. Yeah. Like, just personal. Mm-hmm. Like, I was just like, man, I could have been living mm-hmm. in this state for so much longer, but that's a part of our testimonies, mm-hmm. and that's the place where we get to now scream from the rooftops of joy and mm-hmm. being like, I get to do it now. Yeah. yeah. And so pouring into each of those separate sections, and the cool thing about this conference, y'all, is not everybody that's on the platform speaks from a place of faith in their personal lives um in your face none of it's really in your face at all but they believe in jesus and it is so evident in a parent that they love god and without it and every single person has said this without belief in something bigger than you you are never going to achieve your dreams you are never going to reach the goal you're never going to reach your max potential because your max potential lies within your creator the one who created you with the potential And so I'm like so excited just to be alongside you because I, you know, you're one of your best friends, which I love. She was my maid of honor, which is (laughs) my maid of honor. Yeah, maid of honor. Right. And I 
I have like walked through that, those conversations with some other friends who struggle with something similar. And I'm like, at the end of the day, I come back to the fact that I know, like, this is fully me. And you know that I've struggled with when people call me fake. Yeah. And I hate that. Yeah. It's like a huge pet peeve of mine. And people who know that about me like to use it. Yes, for sure. And, um, I had to completely block that out. When they said yesterday, oh, this is really good. They said, um, if you have to cut people out of your life, yeah. they likely handed you the scissors. Mm-hmm. You were in the bathroom when they said that. And yeah. I was like, oh! <laughs> I missed that part. <laughs> I said that again. <laughs> so don't, I don't want to allow other people to dictate who they see me as. Right. And that's like the biggest faith piece that's so amazing, like who God sees you as. And I see who God sees you as. Right. And I always have. Right. And and now you just get to let that be illuminated right. in such a cool way. Right. Y'all, this has been a transformational year for women who I have had the absolute gift of walking life out with. And not for one second have I taken it for granted or can I take the credit for all that has transpired. It is truly a God thing. I wanted to jump on here to share with you about what I'm believing the 2020 year has in store for us. One of clarity and visions finally coming to fruition over our dreams. Core Creatives is a monthly women's collaborative community, which has catapulted into something very special. In each quarter, I'll be launching new groups that you could be a part of. Words like invaluable, rewarding, motivating, encouraging, authentic, foundational, and a godsend are all words that women have used to define this group. This year alone, new passion projects have taken flight, businesses have launched, seasoned businesses have rebranded, new vibrancy has been added to the pursuits and daily tasks, logos and websites have been generated, new customers have been cultivated, and my very favorite collaborations and healthy relationships have been built between women pursuing their own version of happiness. Y'all, this is not a competition and this group of creatives puts that into action. Oh, and I can't forget as a collective, we've raised thousands of dollars for nonprofit that we're all passionate about. I could go on for days, so I will stop ranting, but seriously, I had to take this chance to tell you about these groups as they continue to launch and a new one is happening soon. So sign up today or come out to a free meeting and truly see for yourself. This is an online and local event, so definitely get in touch. I can't wait to see you. You know, I'm not in my 30s, so yeah. fortunately I have found it when I did. and Because I think in the long run it's going to save a lot of things. Yeah. And I think the most, you know, I mean, you're married 34 years. There's a lot of crap that can happen in 34 That's years. So true. <laughs> so true. I've only been married seven, so yeah. I get it. But I do have a wonderful husband that does love me through and through. I mean, yeah, he, he truly does. loves me. Yeah, and does. I truly love him. We just kind of fell out of love. Yeah. So we're working on towards falling back in love. And I don't think it's going to be really hard because we... Yeah. It's there. Oh, you know gosh. what I mean? So it's not like a relationship that it's not going to fix quickly. It's right. Like, I don't even... Yeah. It, I mean, it's just a little tweaking, which, you know, some marriages need tweaking. And fortunately, we're aware of that. And it's not too late. Yeah. And um, so tweaking with that. And, you know, he's always been a believer in God. And he's always been... You know, where can we go? What can we do? And I think this is also a turning point for him. So, um, yeah, so I can't imagine like a year from now where I can tell you, you know, like, 
you know, I want to be that person like, my husband is awesome, you know, he's the best person, and he is the best person, but I have to get there again. Right, sure. Yeah, and he has to get there again. So it's, it's not one or, it's equal. Yeah. And we do have awesomeness around us. We are an awesome couple. We're very awesome together. So, and, you know, we always rocked the room when we came in. Because everybody wanted to have that drive that we do. And we will. We will have it. I always think, because I have such fond memories of my childhood and there's the when you guys would always dress up for Halloween yeah. which I always love because my birthday's in October so <laughs> Halloween though I don't like the premise of Halloween yeah. I, I loved dressing up and yeah. if anybody likes to dress up and you know my mom if it's any occasion she's dressed up it could be a race yeah. that she's running a marathon it yeah. could be um a Tuesday. <laughs> She's dressed to the hilt. And I love that because beyond just like dressing up for fun, yeah. I, we dress up. And she taught me that if you show up best dressed, yep. you're going to feel best. Yep. And I was best dressed in high school, which I, yep. I don't own that title, but I love that title yeah. because it, it was a precedence of who I was on a daily basis. I never stepped out of that character because that's who I actually am. Um, did I do things that I probably shouldn't have done? Sure. Lost my virginity when I was in school. Shouldn't have done that. She didn't wow. know that. <laughs> and it, sorry. But it's like such a passion point for me because I, that was the start of when I felt like I had to pick up a mask for other people. And I am so tired. I don't have any mask in my costumes. They are not there anymore. I got rid of all of them. I addressed every single one of them. And it's a really hard thing to do. Mm-hmm. And I feel like business owners who are listening to this right now and business owners who are here, it's a struggle. Yeah. We put on a mask of, oh, we've got it all together. Like, yeah, this is going to be great. Things are blossoming. Things are booming. This is my social media numbers. This is where I'm at. It's not that easy. And they talked about it so much yesterday to remind us how hard it is. It is. Even at, even with you know Rachel Hollis and mm-hmm. the amount of money she makes and where she is today, it took her a long time to get there. Mm-hmm. It didn't just and it's last not year. easy. She <laughs> yeah. said she works five times harder now than she ever did. Yeah. Which kind of scares me. Oh because my gosh. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it is a different, different word. When it becomes a passion, it fuels you. And so when people say, how do you have all this energy? How does your mom have all of that energy? How is she running two full-time businesses and keeping up with all the other things? Because you do charity work, you have friends, you travel, you do Bunko, you do I mean, all the things. Uh, we're going to get workout back into that mix because you and dad have like implanted that in me. So that's a you know a goal for the future. Um, but it's, it's because there's passion at the root of it. And your passion has always been around children. Now it's kind of like shifting a bit into what that like meeting point is. But I love that about you. I love that you do what these people are teaching. You've been doing what these people are teaching without words to it. Right. For 34 years since you started your business. Right. Awesome. Right. Yeah. It is pretty awesome. It's really cool. Yeah. And so now we've got me, who I'm entrepreneurial. Then you've got your son, who he's an entrepreneurial mastermind. He just hasn't tapped into what that that thing is, what that one thing is. Um, Lisa's on her, you know, entrepreneurial journey with her husband. And so... Isn't that cool? It is so cool. Yeah. Because, you you know, you want the best for your children. Yeah. And, um, 
and you love to watch them grow. And sometimes they grow in hurtful ways, and you gotta let them fall. And as a you know, as your children get older, right now if they're little, you don't really see that. Yeah. But when they get older, you're like, oh, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> but they do it, and they learn, and they move forward, and they're all doing really well. And I'm you know proud of all of them. And, um, I can't wait to see where they go because hopefully they go big so they can take care of us <laughs> because that's the plan. I want a mother-in-law suite somewhere. What's your retirement Not plan? It. Well, one day my children are going to hit it and we're going to have a mother-in-law suite. But <laughs> you have your own contingencies because you have your own passion. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. yeah I am like sure. really like rooting for the fact that dad will get H dog training facility. Like, I want him to have a kennel. Like, that's my dream for that. And I've tried so many times to get him in the door of other kennels in our area. You know, I know that my next door neighbor's a dog trainer. I'm like, come on, Dad. Like, this would be so you. But I don't know if his entrepreneurial kick is quite where your <laughs> kick is. No. So you would have to be alongside him as no, his administrator. No, I'm not taking care of dogs. No. I love my dogs, but no. <laughs> Children, oh, yes, okay, dogs, Okay, no. okay, deal. <laughs> Not to mention she has, hold on, I don't know if you can see this, but she's wearing shoes that are dogs. <laughs> Says the dog trainer. I'm just kidding. That's so good. So um, I guess where do I want to go from here? We always have such good conversations. Coming down here, we were conversating about a thousand things. We have so many things in common. Mm-hmm. I want you to give people how, through all of the seasons of your life, with all the struggles and all of the highs, how do you keep dreaming gosh I don't write a dream book um I don't know I never have a cloud over a dream you know like there's never like a cloud over me and saying I can't do that I can't do that well you know I like I wake up I'm like you know I think I'm gonna you know open another business I want to open another storefront it's not like I can't do it I can obviously financially sure sure that part out of course but it's not impossible. Well, I never think anything's impossible. Yeah. I don't think I. I never really say I can't do that. That's you know? awesome. I, I don't really have that. Yeah. That's well, so that's awesome. why I do so many things. <laughs> right. I'm trying to figure yeah, it out. Heck, I used to go to door to door selling water purifiers before water bottles were even a thing. Knocking <gasps> on people's so doors. <laughs> what other jobs did you do? You guys did um, um, pizza we, delivery. Oh, Eddie and I did Domino's. We delivered Domino's pizzas. He worked one shift and I worked next. That was hilarious. <laughs> And we had our little Domino shirt on. <laughs> we made good money. I mean, you had to do what you had to do. Yeah. Um, I did a lawn service and took the trailer and did the whole yes, mulching because my did. husband was tired of the lawn service. So I had to continue that job until we closed Landscaped. It. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I've done some crazy stuff. I don't <laughs> know. Really? I cleaned houses. Oh, yeah. In yeah. Sam Ridge. Yep. Um, that was a lot of work. You had three, four massive houses that you had to clean from top to bottom by yourself within three hours. And then you had an inspector come in second. That was a lot of work. I did that a lot. Yeah, you Saturdays. did. Yeah. So yeah, I had multiple jobs. Yeah, and then together we have yeah. been planned. We've done weddings. We've coordinated weddings. That was a nightmare. Yeah, never again. No. <laughs> I give mad props. Yeah. Rachel said yesterday there's a special place in heaven for you. If yes. you're a wedding planner, yes. that's all you. Yeah. Um, and then we've done belly casting, which you still yeah, do. Yeah, belly casting. Um, so that's, if you don't know, casting a woman's belly from the shoulder down to, like, below her belly at, like, eight months. And then you um, hand paint and design it to their nursery, which yeah. has been such a fun experience. Yeah, I still do that, I, so that's fine. I remember before I had ever touched a pregnant belly because I was, like, 20, 21. 
and this gal come over and I'm, you know, already uncomfortable that I'm touching her pregnant belly of a stranger. My mom's like, oh, you know, talking and doing all of her thing. And I'm like, oh my God, this is so weird. And then we had accidentally taken the plaster and attached it to her bra before we figured out all the tips and tricks. And so she's like, oh, no big deal. Because, you know, once you have a baby, like, game off yeah. like whatever you've seen it all especially if you're another girl it just yeah. is what it is and so we had to take off her bra and i am mortified i'm like oh my gosh her boobs are just out in the middle of the world she's pregnant she's in her underwear she's already uncomfortable and i'm like trying to look away trying to make her comfortable like what's happening my mom was just laughing <laughs> So, needless to say, I evolved in my experience with the woman, beautiful woman body. <laughs> As my own pregnancies and things took shape, now I love them and I can rub bellies yeah, all the time. Yeah. Um, but we've done personal training. This was a funny one. Tell them about that experience. Beauty uh, and the Beach. It's yeah. a good name. Somebody yeah. currently has it as an influencer in Virginia Beach, and when I saw it, I was like, <gasps> But she didn't seal it yeah. because it just is what it is. But that, uh, that was uh, interesting because uh, we took, if you know what a beach cart is, we filled up a beach cart with weights and bands and balls and you name it, we had it in this thing. We pulled it behind our car, our, 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 our bike, bikes. not our car, uh, not our bike, not our car, our bikes. And we pulled it and we went to the ocean front and we set all this stuff up and we did like beach training. Well, if you have never worked out on the beach, it is hard. Very hard. I mean, a crab coil on the beach is way different than on land. <laughs> or a jumping jack. Or a jumping it's jack. Like, what? And I mean, but I will tell you, it was the best workout. It really I was. We got you in shape. It we had really like, what, was. probably seven or eight girls. Yeah, sometimes more, but yeah, that was about the standard. Yeah. 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 But it was a lot of fun. It I was mean, really it fun. It was a good workout. Was. I mean, we loved it. You waddled in the sand. You didn't worry about getting sand on you. Where did the money go from that? I have no idea. <laughs> Hey, did we even make money? I don't money? know if we made money. <laughs> I don't think we made money. We probably bought another ball or something. <laughs> oh, my God. We never made money. <laughs> we never made money, guys. This is so bad. We've been in business. I've been in business for over a decade yeah. in so many different things. We never made money. No, no money. And it's so... We loved it. We had a lot of fun. It's a passion. We dreamed a lot. <laughs> but I'm telling you, this is the turning point. We're yes. taking ownership right now. Yes. This is the turning point in both of our businesses. We're going to pay ourselves first, yes. and you guys are going to get all the goods, yes. and we're going to make money, and there's no shame in that. No. Like, if you're passionate about something and you, you know, money is a part of that that well, equation, it has to be. pay bills. And I don't know how we're still doing what we're doing. I know how I am because, thank you, Jesus, I have an amazing husband who is successful and has supported me along the way. Mom has to make her money and spend her money. <laughs> Yeah, so that's not fun. Not to say dad's not successful. He is greatly yes, successful. He was a, a senior chief in the military, so yeah. he's he's amazing. Yes. But yeah. <laughs> if you're a veteran, you understand how that plays out. Yeah. Um, I've learned a lot of intimate details about what that is like as a, a veteran family, um, military wife, all of that, as Morgan and Anthony have shifted mm -hmm. from that into their pastoral experience. And I am shocked. It makes me mad of the things that they have to deal with and the changes mm -hmm. that have to happen and they just like oh you're out kick mm -hmm. to the curb yeah you're not somebody addressed it the other day um about how they don't really prepare her husband had um um her husband had gotten out of the military as well and they really they really don't prepare you maybe now but back when no we, this just happened they just oh, retired okay. so two years ago. we don't we were not prepared mm -hmm. we were 
um, like holy moly, now what do we yeah. do? Oh, well, this is a business idea. Okay, yeah. we're giving it to you for free. It's a free business yeah. idea. Yeah, go Open and start up. something that is a transitional mm-hmm. experience for families from the military yes, into real life. This is the paperwork you need. Yeah. This is what you need to be prepared mm-hmm. for. These are all the things. Mm-hmm. Do this. Somebody yeah. do this. Raise your hand. Yeah. You got dibs. Yeah. And you know, there's free resources from the military that you can do it, but you. It's kind of like when your parent, your elderly parents get sick. Yeah. There's no resources. Yeah. You have to figure it out. Yeah. You know, you got to learn how to do the social security yeah. and all that stuff and where they can get this money and if they did have money or if they don't have money or you got to put the money into a trust and you got to take the money out of the trust because then the, you know, the, the, everybody will eat yeah. it up and just take it away. So all your parents, you know, when your parents oh make all God. this money, it's going to be gone if you don't put it in the right places. Wow. Okay. Hey, business number right, two. Yeah. Go <laughs> open when your parents get old business. Yeah. <laughs> There's lots of business out oh there. Oh my gosh. Can you figure that out for me so I don't have to do it for you? Yeah, no, it'll all be done. <laughs> I'm not going to put that you guys on you. It's horrible. Cause that's like all of those things and all of those transitions and any time that you can get into a niche business that has a transition, that's a transitional oh, yeah, period. It's so imperative because I feel the exact same way about therapy. I felt like when I was like, oh my gosh, I, I have one option here mm-hmm. and I'm either going to not be here tomorrow and my life is at jeopardy, my family is at jeopardy, my marriage is at jeopardy, my mothering is at all these things at jeopardy, or I'm going to get help. I am telling you, I scoured Google, and Google provides all the insight. If you have a business question, YouTube it. There's yeah. an answer. Yeah. Um, that's how Rachel Hollis created her billions. Billions, by the way. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Um, but <clears throat> I was lost, and I'm like, there's no information. And, and then, okay, take that back. There was information. It's going to cost you 20 grand. Who has 20 grand? I just told you I lost all my money in my 20s. Everything. Everything I made. And I was bartending. I was making really good money, and that's how I was providing my passionate dreams. But come on. I mean, there has got to be more resources. And now I do see, based on, like, podcasts and these things that are free to you, by the way, um, it costs our time, but we're so passionate about it. We want you to hold on to this so badly. Um, there are resources, but you it's not nothing like what you had to go through. So no, start a business. So start a business for sure. <laughs> Listen to podcasts. Yeah. Podcasts are good. I mean, yeah. Rachel and them, they do a great job. Yeah, they really do. And this event has been awesome. Yeah. I can't yeah. wait for today. I know. It's so, it's so fun. We were, we're climbing in on the time frame that we actually have to go. Yes. Because we want to get a good front seat like we did yesterday. Um, But y'all, today is going to be awesome. I hope your today is amazing. Um, If you have picked up anything from this time together, literally just the last 37 minutes, I hope that you'll see that Jesus, above all things, is the transformative key. Mm -hmm. And he abundantly wants you to have money. He wants you to have happiness. He wants you to have a fruitful marriage and fruitful relationships and follow your passions and your dreams. Without him, you're going to be wandering. And I was a wandering soul. Same here. Even knowing Jesus, even knowing he existed, until I came into union with him, it's been a three-year, almost, yeah, working on four-year mark of of a lot of good. Yeah. A lot of pain. Suffering is intended. Uh, it's yeah. and we talked suffer. about that a lot yeah. yesterday. What were some of the pain things that they said? Or uh, failure. There failure, was a lot of failure. failure. 
I don't think they really used the word pain. They said failure. They said failure, yeah. Yeah, a lot of failure. Well, suffering was yeah, one. Suffering was yeah, suffering was pain. Pain. Yeah. <laughs> a lot Worse. of pain. <laughs> but they were saying, like, you know, fail forward. Yeah. Use your suffering point is your, um, what was the word? Uh, suffering was your, like, um, salvation. salvation. I mean, honestly, if you listen to the whisper, that was really good. Listen to your whisper. Everybody has a whisper. Yeah. And ultimately that's the Holy spirit. Mm -hmm. And when you get into your faith, you'll understand what that means. And that sounds like religion and it sounds like mumbo jumbo. Look into it. Mm -hmm. It's really cool. Um, or go back and listen to one of Anthony or Jay or Jesse, three bomb men in my life that I get to utilize as resources all the time. Um, so, so, so much goodness. And I think know that it's okay to equally suffer. You can also experience joy in the exact same moment, which is our life mm -hmm. all the time Absolutely. <laughs> right now in our family. Yeah. Yeah. So we're praying for you. We're praying for ourselves. We're praying for all the people at the conference to just, um, find abundance and live for today. Today's all about being present and we're going to go in present in Living the past and the past. Yep. And hopes of the presence that are going to be coming in the future. Get that play on words presently hoping for the presence. Come on. <laughs> I love to write. All right, y'all. I am so happy to have you. Mom, what's your, if you could give some insight. You have such good oh, words of wisdom. Gosh. Yeah. Just, you know, follow your dreams. Don't ever think there's a cloud out there. You can't see the sunshine because they're always sun shining somewhere. That's and just so kind of like move it out of your way. Yeah. Go for it. <laughs> I love that. I love that when you said that there are no clouds over my dreams. Yeah. What a beautiful, and the cool thing about that is, is that you have the conversation of rainbows yeah. with oh, you and yeah. dad. Like, that's yeah. your rainbow. And when you see rainbows and you see double rainbows, yes. it's more sunshine. Yeah. Yes. So something beautiful can never happen yeah. every day. All you have to do is just believe. And guess what? You only see a rainbow after what? Rains. And, and storms. And the sun comes up. So it always comes that up. That was another thing they said yesterday. And you it's something. Count on it. Yeah. It's always going to go away. Mm -hmm. The sun always rises. Mm -hmm. And that is a promise from yeah. the Lord. And so hold on to that. Yeah. Can't see, can't wait to see what dreams you manifest. And we're here rooting for you. Yeah. So. Thanks for having me. I love you. Oh, God, I was very nervous. So good. Me. I hate speaking in public. And... You did so good. That's another thing. I'm going to tell you this really quick, quick story before we go. So mom, she's amazing. She's just, oh, she, but her gifting, and I feel like she's kind of granted that into me is other people. She will pull things out of you. She will teach you. She will guide you. She will let you lean on her um, because she always puts herself last, but we're going to change that a little yeah. bit because we want her to be first and then she can give you all the goods. But she, you know, we're here, we're to network as a part of what we're doing. <laughs> the woman will say five words and then just, mm, okay, what about you? And I'm like, mom, like share what you do. You're so good. So I am making her start her day, her yes. present day by sharing with you so that she can get better at sharing with the world. Oh, she woke up at 4.30 this morning and said, you're going on a podcast. I'm like, what are we talking about? Oh my god! <laughs> I'm like I'm not telling. You yes, just get yeah, it. it's, it's good. fine. Yes, it it's really good. fun. Well, I love you. I'm so Bye, glad guys. you came. Thanks we'll, for having us. This won't be the last time you see us. We're always around. Yes. Bye. Bye. Hey y'all! I hope in today's episode you sense an ignite to an ember within you, something mentally, physically, emotionally, or spiritually moving that creates and sustains a fire within your wholeness journey. Before you go, let's solidify the flame. I'd love for you to take a step right now in declaring your takeaway. By snapping a pic of the episode you tuned into, share your sparked moment and tag me at Fit and Faith, 
with the hashtag Fit and Faith Podcast so I can help you stay accountable. We're in this together, right? Community over competition is the motto. I'd also be incredibly grateful if you took an extra second to leave a review on iTunes or your podcast listening app. Let's fuel the flame and share the gift of wholeness with everybody. Until next time, cheers to your health and happiness. In a recent survey, parents reported that 52% of homeschooled children need learning accommodations. These parents need practical advice, encouragement, and hope to fuel their homeschooling efforts. The Empowering Homeschool Conversations podcast is where parents gain wisdom on how to teach unique learners successfully at home, like Laura, who recently told us, I needed this episode. I don't need a fancy curriculum or need to be a special ed teacher to teach my son. You have given me hope. To listen now, go to Life Audio or search Empowering Homeschool Conversations on your favorite podcast app.